Guys, I've got an awesome opportunity to tell you about. You can check out the Go Hunt Insider for free for a 30-day free trial right now. All you got to do is go to Go Hunt, that's G-O-H-U-N-T dot com forward slash J Scott. Look for the blue Start Your Free 30-Day Trial button and click there. This is by far the most valuable tool a Western hunter could give themselves. Insider changes how hunts and hunting information are found. When you go in the Insider, you'll be able to check out the filtering 2.0 system. You'll also be able to check out the draw odds for each unit, for each animal, for each state. Go Hunt Insider has the best draw odds on the market as far as the most accurate. There's no one that gets as meticulous level of accuracy as Go Hunt Insider. You'll see there's complete coverage of 4,200 different profiles, every unit, every state, every species, every season, in-depth analysis, interactive maps, season trends, unit access, camping and lodging nearby, and historical weather. You'll also be able to see some of the additional benefits, the strategy articles on how to apply, let's say in Arizona for elk, for antelope, for deer. You can go in there and see how in-depth they get It's an unbelievable opportunity, a free 30-day trial. They also do monthly giveaways. So just by being an Insider member, you get monthly giveaways. They give over $100,000 plus per year of giveaways, gear, tags, hunts. Another unbelievable thing about the Insider is the Go Hunt gear shop. So every time you buy something, you accumulate points. In, in essence, it's giving money back to the insider. You might ask, well, how does this work with the Go Hunt Insider? How does the 30-day free trial work? You can sign up to try Insider's industry-leading hunting products free for 30 days. They do take your credit card information so that you can automatically become a member once you, your 30-day trial ends. You can cancel at any time during the 30-day free trial, and it doesn't cost you a dime. You might ask, how is this different from other resources out there? Insider provides analysis and tools for every unit, every species, and every hunt. In each state that they cover, they don't just cover the top 10 units. Their coverage is super in-depth, and you can find those hidden gem units, maybe something that the draw odds uh, are a little bit better and maybe some quality. It's slipped through the cracks, and you might find a great hunt there. Right now, Go Hunt Insider covers Arizona, Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Nevada, New Mexico, Oregon, Utah, and Wyoming. All you have to do is go to gohunt.com forward slash jscott and check it out now. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Uh, today is Thursday, uh, July the 12th. Uh, I took off this morning from Denver International Airport at 11.30. I had a nice flight um, into Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Uh, I landed at about 2.25, I checked my gun, everything through Canadian Customs. I uh, had to fill out a firearms uh, paperwork and I think it was 25 or 30 bucks or something uh, to have that permit and um, I walked from the uh, customs check-in through the airport to the Renaissance Hotel which is connected to the Edmonton Airport which I highly recommend um, nice nice hotel um, I think I'm on the seventh floor 
um, good restaurant um, met some other sheep hunters uh, that are that are headed to the Northwest Territories to Norman Wells in the morning um, it's about 10 15 at night and it's still light outside I've got my room blocked out and trying to go to sleep um, but I'm pretty excited I'm actually laying flat on my back right now so if it sounds like I'm half asleep I should be so I uh, just wanted to update, let you guys know what's going on. I'm going to try and chronological this uh, adventure. Um, um, wake up call at uh, 4.15. I've got my alarm set for 4.15. Um, I went by the counter today at uh, Canadian North uh, Airlines, and um, they said to be there at 5 o'clock. We take off, I think, at 7.30. We board at 7, but uh, apparently there's just one desk for Canadian North. And they said, if you get here much after 5, there's going to be a line. So uh, it's literally a five-minute walk by the when once I leave, shut the door on my hotel room. It's uh, go down the elevator and literally right out the front door. So um, never have to go outside, actually. So I'll check in in the morning, and um, we fly to Yellowknife. Uh, it's about an hour and a half, I think, flight to Yellowknife. Then I think there's an hour layover, and then it's about another hour and a half to Norman Wells. Um, I had a room at the Heritage Hotel in Norman Wells, but since the weather's good, uh, Tavis, I sent him an email. He said they're um, to take the shuttle uh, or the um, charter about a $1,700 charter flight. Um, it's about an hour, maybe a little more, hour and a half um, into base camp at Arctic Red River. And then um, then they'll fly me directly from there into the bush uh, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening. So uh, if all goes well, if the weather um, goes well, um, I'll be reporting in from the Northwest Territories um, out in out in the brush. So looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be a super fun time. I've had uh, Instagram last night, I guess, or yesterday, came up with this new Ask Me a Question, and I've been playing with it yesterday and today and trying to answer um, as many questions as I can and, and trying to provide value and... Um, it's just uh, been a lot of fun to kind of interact with podcast listeners and uh, followers on Instagram. Um, I'm one that have leaned on a bunch of guys uh, for their help um, for this hunt. Um, and if I, if I forget to name you, I don't mean it. I'm just laying flat on my back here in the dark. But um, Brendan Burns with Kuyu, Jason Harrison with Kuyu. Um, Brian Rimza, my friend from Arizona, uh, was on this hunt last year, shot a phenomenal ram, just a dream ram. Um, I, I'd like to just see one like that unless shoot one. Um, my friend Travis Wiest, Brad Wiest uh, from New Brumfels, Texas, uh, they were great. Um, ben Storak, a guide at Arctic Red River, um, he's not going to be my guide, but did a good podcast with him got a lot of good information my friend eric johnson from um, jackson hole wyoming uh, gave me a lot of good insight my friend 
my friend Craig Dunlap from Spokane, Washington, uh, friend and guy we've guided on some hunts. He had some great information, and um, I know I'm forgetting six or eight of you guys, so I'm sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, so on the back to the Instagram stories stuff. Um, since I ask so many questions and try and learn as much as I can, I really enjoy interacting with uh, listeners and such trying to um, repay that and um, provide value so uh, guys yeah uh, I don't know if I'll check in with you in the morning but uh, you'll be hearing from me tomorrow somewhere along the way and I can't wait to see my first all sheep Uh, it's going to be a great experience looking forward to it all right guys God bless. Talk to you later. Guys, I want to thank Kuyu.com. That's K-U-I-U.com for their sponsorship of this podcast. And Kuyu Ultralight Hunting makes the best ultralight hunting products on the market today. From items like the Peloton 240 Full Zip Hoodie, the Chugach NX Rain Jacket, and the Super Down Ultra Jacket, which will be going on my hunts to the Northwest Territories here soon. If you're talking about Kuyu pants, some of the pants that I like are the Guide Pant. That's for colder weather hunts, like down in January on my Cooster hunts. You've got the Tiburon Pant for the warm season hunts. That's got the Air Dock technology where it breathes really well. You've got the Attack Pant, which is probably their number one selling pant. You've got their new Pro Pant, which is their all-season, all-terrain hunting pant with a new quiet ultra suede foam line knee pad. It has four-way stretch. It only weighs 19.6 ounces. It's got the Torre DWR water repellency. It's got the Torre Make Spec for odor control. Kuyu's rain gear is the best on the market in my opinion. I routinely wear the Chugach NX rain pant and rain jacket. Uh, I also have worn on some of the lower 48 hunts the Ultra NX rain pant and jacket. Some of the other pieces you've got to check out are the Peloton, which is their synthetic version, either the 130 zip-off bottoms or the 200 zip-off bottoms. They also make them in a 145 merino wool or a 210 zip-off bottom merino wool. These are so convenient. You can leave your boots on, you just drop your pants, unzip your long underwear, and you're off and running again. Another amazing product are the Tiburon shorts. If you see any of the pictures of me in the summer on my Instagram account, 99.9% of the summer I'm wearing Tiburon shorts on all my hiking, all my fishing excursions. It's got the Air Air Dot technology. Uh, They breathe really well. They're very well fitted, and uh, you guys should check them out. The Tiburon short, fantastic product from Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. Kuyu has an amazing selection of products from jackets and vests, pants and shorts, shirts and tops, footwear, accessories, lifestyle apparel. They have a wide range of packs from the Icon Pro to the Ultra, the sleep system, the Kuyu sleeping bag I use on all my hunts, and then the the tents, the Mountain Star two-person tent, the Storm Star tent, just phenomenal gear. Make sure to go to Kuyu, that's K-U-I-U.com, and check out all of the phenomenal gear that they provide. Last year, last year was a little bit different of a year because it was... You were scared to shoot a 38, like you just didn't even... Because so many big rounds were coming in. It was just like, everybody was walking into them. Like it wasn't just one guy getting lucky. It was just stumbling into big rounds. We were waiting for it though. We had a lamb crop like 
five or six years ago, it was half curl after half curl. Like, you didn't even want to put your binos out, it was just half curl, half curl. And last year was the year. Do you think that will carry over? Is it oh, yeah. safe to say it'll carry I over? I mean, the good thing is you guys passed up all those 38 and 39s, they were the big ones, and now they're the big ones. Yep, and that's the, you know, I get you. The age is, you know, 10 years old is pretty much, they're out there, they're going to grow a little bit, but that's pretty much their full potential. And you tell guys, you know, guys, I want to shoot that, you know, I can't shoot that. I'm like, well, you know, everybody wants a 40 inch round. You know, that round's 38. He's eight. What's he going to be in two years? He'll be a 40 incher. Why do you want to shoot him now? Yeah. Well, let him grow, let him spread. Some guys don't quite understand that, but I mean, you can do it here. They're here. Like, our age average has been, last year, I think it was like 11 2 or something. Like, it was on 30 rounds. Like, it's crazy. That's They're awesome. here. And it's consistent, like every year it's been pretty good. Last year was just exceptional. But there was a, there was a few that... Slipped by? There was a few that we seen last year that definitely got targets on them this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be a pretty good year, if the weather does. Very tipped out year last year. It was a year like me and Tad were talking. Like it, it's a year that you probably never ever see in our careers again. Like it was just phenomenal. That's what you wanted to hear. You booked it last year. Yeah, we just started this year. Though. You never know. Winter wasn't too bad. Well, I couldn't not. Really. Hey guys, um, welcome to Canada. Um, Got into Edmonton last night or yesterday afternoon, got a good night's sleep, uh, woke up around 4.30 this morning, uh, was down at the terminal, was at the Renaissance Hotel, and um, got to the terminal around 5 a.m., got checked in, um, met a lot of sheep hunters, a lot of guys uh, headed to Arctic Red, other outfitters, uh, real nice atmosphere and uh, flew about an hour and a half uh, to Yellowknife on and about another hour or so um, on into Norman Wells. Once we got to Norman Wells, uh, we were picked up and taken to the Heritage Hotel where we stashed some gear, um, had a little bit of food, and then we uh, went to Norman Wells again to the airstrip. And there were five of us that headed to Arctic Red River. And we arrived in base camp uh, at about 5 p.m. Uh, we were greeted by a nice meal here. And uh, guys started flying out. Uh, you can probably hear an airplane off in the distance right now um, coming back. You got two airplanes going. Uh, five hunters going into the field. I think I'm going out uh, third, so i am got about oh half hour or so um, before I fly out. Right now I'm in a, a small cabin that's probably, oh, it's probably 12 by 16. That's a rough guess. And uh, when you walk in the door on the left side, there's basically two bunks. So four guys can sleep uh, in bunk beds on the left side, and then there's 
on the far wall on the right there's another set of bunk beds for two more guys and then there's a table there's a wood stove here got some water um, beautiful flying in uh, just a great group of guys you got guys from California Oregon um, Georgia uh, California let's see California Georgia Oregon um, and then I'm from Arizona and um, yeah everything's going great uh, it's kind of rained on and off um, kind of in and out of the rain gear just kind of waiting getting gear ready and what have you so uh, looking forward to getting out there and getting after it um, seeing my first all sheep so absolutely gorgeous country um, I just was just found out that I'm going to be hunting with uh, Al Clausen. Uh, I've had uh, multiple friends that have hunted with him in, in years past. Uh, and um, the guy has literally been on hundreds of doll sheep harvests. So he's, uh, he's killed more sheep than the, than the plague. So uh, I'm going to get to learn from the best. I'm excited for that. And I'm excited to share it with you. Uh, hopefully I can take a lot of photos and videos and um, give you guys a real good feel for what it's like here. But uh, so far it is um, just awe-inspiring, just a really neat place and about to head out in a Super Cub. And so I'm sure it's uh, going to be fantastic. So uh, I'll try and touch base and give you another update. Um, it's July 13th. Uh, it is uh, almost 7 o'clock. So... Uh, signing out. We'll talk to you later. Good evening, guys. It's uh, July 13th. It's the first night in. Had a great ride in the Super Cub. Tavis brought me in to my guide, Al Clausen, and got camp set up down in this bottom. I uh, didn't see any sheep uh, this evening. It's about 1030 uh, it's probably 65 degrees out, it's maybe 70, it's pretty warm. Um, the sun is really high in the sky. Um, it seems like it's about 4 o'clock with the type of lighting that there is. And um, I got my tent all set up, I got my uh, air mattress all blown up, and um, I'm going to turn in for the night beautiful night out uh, sun shining uh, had a little rain in the on the flight coming in and uh, looking forward to some great days here so uh, I'll check in with you guys in the morning and um, it's gonna be an awesome time beautiful country so we're set up in this uh, glaciated valley um, we're gonna work up the valley to the east and then kind of hook uh, what would be kind of to our left as we're walking up the valley and uh, Al's uh, been in here many times over the last 30 years and uh, hopefully we'll find a big ram so we'll check in in the morning good night well we've got a recap for day one um, we Woke up this morning at the airstrip where we got in kind of late last night and uh, we hiked a little over eight miles um, up a creek drainage, kind of in and out of some willows and um, along a, a kind of a creek, bouldery 
um, kind of fought some willows a little bit, gained quite a bit of elevation, and um, we're headed to an area where Al thinks that there'll be um, some rams off this other side. We've got about a 800 to 1,000 foot climb in the morning where if it, if it makes sense to help you guys kind of picture, we kind of headed out in a horseshoe drainage. We kept angling to the left, if you will, from the airstrip and we've worked our way all the way up the head of a drainage and we're um, right up literally at the upper end of a horseshoe and in the morning we will wake up and climb about a thousand eight hundred to a thousand feet and we should be able to look off the other side and that's where um, Al thinks there's going to be some rams so we didn't see any sheep today um, he says it's kind of spotty and he didn't expect to see a whole lot where we were walking so um, you can probably hear uh, it's raining on the tent. Uh, it's about nine o'clock and um, we're all settled in. There's still quite a bit of light out there. And one thing um, reporting about last night, um, went to sleep around uh, 10 o'clock or so. And I did notice at about 2.30 in the morning, it was kind of definitely lower light, but you know, it's basically staying light uh, 24 hours up here. So pretty cool beautiful country um looking forward to tomorrow's opening day of the hunt season opens tomorrow so we're gonna make this climb have a little breakfast make this climb and um, take our whole camp with us and um see what we can find and i think we're gonna be camping up on top um tomorrow night so i'll check back in with you guys Well, today is the 15th of July. It's about 9 o'clock at night. And today was the opening day of the season. We ended up climbing up out of um, camp here, uh, about 1,000 feet up. And uh, we did about 7.9 miles. And uh, we ended up uh, seeing... A uh, group of four rams uh, got about 350 yards from them at first. There was an eight-year-old in the group and a couple of smaller rams. Um, and then we saw a group of six rams probably two miles off. Um, no shooters at this point. Um, some beautiful country. Uh, we had kind of on and off rain uh, today. And um, we're actually going to move camp uh, tomorrow. We're going to go back up where we were and um, drop down into the valley. Um, that valley is where we saw two groups of, of rams. So we're hoping to find a 10-year-old um, ram uh, in that valley. So we feel like if we can get over in that country, uh, we should be able to... Um, find something so uh, it was really neat getting to see my first all sheep today and um, it's about nine o'clock at night we just ate mountain house dinners I had a chicken and mashed potatoes and um, everything's going along smooth um, got a few 
blisters here and there and got some Luco tape going and um, everything's great. Um, not sure what the weather's supposed to do tomorrow, but uh, we're going to move camp. Uh, I'll probably be a little bit of a grind uh, to go up, up and over and into the next drainage. But uh, I'll keep you posted and hopefully we can uh, find, a, find a shooter, find a nice mature 10 year old plus ram and um, be nice to find one that's heavy and long and flared out. So, uh, yeah, awesome. I'll keep you guys posted. Good night. It's the morning of day three. It's uh, July 17th. Uh, we saw two rams yesterday. We've seen 12 rams total. Uh, we got in the, just before we got in the tents last night, uh, it started raining. It rained all night, uh, never stopped and uh, finally let up about nine o'clock this morning so the sun's out there's still quite a bit of clouds around but um looks like the weather forecast is supposed to have uh, kind of mixed rain today uh but it's bright and sunny right now we're gonna go look around we're gonna climb uh towards the sun we're gonna climb east here this morning uh looks like we'll have about an hour and a half hike to get <clears throat> to the top and um it's real rocky and and uh, should be a adventurous climb for sure but once we get on top uh, we should have a bird's eye view and be able to look into the next basin so i think we're about uh, 13 miles um excuse me 12 and a half miles as the crow flies from uh the drop off point so we've made it back in here we've averaged a little over eight miles per day so having lots of fun and um just looking for mr big so al's guided 140 rams so we're looking for number 141 so i'll catch up with you guys a little bit later guys i'm excited about one of the new sponsors of the j scott outdoors podcast canyon coolers is based right here in arizona and makes premium roto molded ice chests that work the Outfitter Series coolers are made with near vertical exterior walls to fit snugly into tightly packed hunting rigs without a lot of wasted space. They come at a fraction of the cost of some of the big name brands. Canyon Coolers is a small operation. If you have a question, if you have a problem, you can pick up the phone and talk to a human being, not an answering service. Canyon Coolers offers the industry's only vortex-like warranty, which is completely no fault no hassle warranty for as long as you own the cooler. How can you beat that? It's literally the last ice chest you'll ever need to buy. Just for the J. Scott Outdoors podcast listeners, you save 10%. All you got to do is go to canyoncoolers.com and enter the J. Scott promo code at checkout and you're going to get a 10% discount. Okay, guys, it's a Wednesday evening around 8:30, um, the 18th of July. Uh, we are finishing up here uh, day four of the hunt. We've actually been here for five days, but four days of hunting, and um, we saw five, which actually turned out to be six rams uh, out of a band that we had already seen. Uh, no new rams today. 
Um, we had thunderstorms overnight, had lots of rain, a lightning, and um, got a little exciting there uh, for sure. But uh, we woke up this morning, we were pretty much fogged in and um, probably couldn't see more than 100 yards till about 11 o'clock and then it kind of broke and um, make a long story short we kind of prowled around all day I think we did seven and a half miles today and um, didn't ended up end up seeing any new sheep so we've pretty much looked at everything in this drainage we have one place tomorrow to go um, it's about two and a half miles down the valley and then up a big spine ridge where we had seen two small rams a couple days ago. Our hope is that we maybe pop over and there's a, you know, a bigger band of rams there or more in that group. If we don't um, find a big mature ram uh, tomorrow, we are actually going to come back to camp here and we will pick up camp and move uh, to the south and there's another airstrip that's i'm not exactly sure 12 to 15 miles away and so that will give us uh, about five days uh, to hunt towards that strip uh, and looking at new country so we've covered one full drainage the drainage that we kind of came in where we where we got dropped off it was an eight eight and a half nine mile hike up that drainage um didn't see a whole lot over there so then we climbed a couple thousand vertical feet and went up and over the top and down into this drainage and we've worked basically all of the side channels um up and down this uh drainage so to relocate we actually have to go south um and it's it's a horseshoe basin type of a drainage it just it just um it, you know it's one of those canyons that just horseshoes up and you've got to climb out of it um but the other day we were up there up at the head of it um and you could see where there was like once we get to the head of it it's basically three river drainages and we're going to go south uh, into a completely new bit of country um so pretty exciting um my guide, um, Al Clausen, uh, has 140 doll sheep uh, under his belt, uh, guided. And uh, so we're looking for number 141 and um, looking for a, a big, mature, um, old ram. And um, I think Al was telling me he's killed 22 or 23 himself. Um, the guy's just an absolute legend. When it comes to uh, doll sheep hunting he also told me a story about uh, he asked me about elk hunting and told me that they reintroduced some um elk up in or i don't know if reintroduced but they introduced elk up into the yukon and he drew a tag and killed the bull and i want to say it grossed 472 i think he said it netted like 419 um but i can't wait to see he didn't have a picture of it but uh said it got officially scored by Rusty Hall in Utah and just a monster bull. So that was pretty cool. Um, we saw, we've seen several caribou sheds 
Uh, have not seen any mountain caribou, have not seen any bears, no wolves. Um, really, we've seen um, 12 rams and one ewe. Um, it was either a ewe or just a small yearling. Uh, it was a long ways off. But, um, yeah, just beautiful country, um, spectacular views. Um, I'm doing pretty good. I had... Um, on the second day, which would have been our third day in, um, actually had on the bottom of my heels, I had uh, what were, I think, going to be blisters. And so I got my Luco tape out and actually double wrapped kind of underneath my heels. Um, and it's been fine ever since. Um, we've had kind of on and off rain, which is pretty typical every you know, every day, um, rain in and out of rain gear. Uh, one of the standout things that I brought was a head net. The um, mosquitoes, for me, I've never seen mosquitoes like this myself. Um, but the head net has um, paid huge dividends. Just something about keeping them off your face. I tend to walk in my rain gear, especially my rain gear top, um, to... Uh, just so the mosquitoes won't bite through i vent up i do the kuyu you know the kuyu uh, chugach ranger has the pit zips so um my feet are doing good the boots are doing good um everything the tent held up great in that storm last night there was lots of wind and lots of um lightning and and uh just pretty neat it's it's kind of wild because it stays light um the the entire time i'll wake up Sometimes they just roll over at like 2.30 in the morning and it'll still be light. Um, pretty neat place though. It's, um, I would say I was talking to Al tonight when we were eating our mountain houses. Um, and as far as training, I think I did pretty well. I think what I will do next time is probably do more Stairmaster. Um, probably do some, some squats, you know, low intensity squats, not heavy weight. Um, but really try and build some more quad muscle. Um, you know, even hiking there near Aspen, Colorado at eight to 11,000 feet, a lot of the hiking is on trails and, you know, covering country. Well, most of this is just straight up and straight down. Um, so I can improve on that uh, as far as my training. You know, it's um, it's crazy until you actually get out in the shale and, you know the, the the wet rocks and what have you. Um, you it's hard to simulate um, what it's like here. But uh, uh, we're supposed to get a food drop tomorrow, um, which will be awesome because I have um, my basically my five. I have little daily food bags. I'm um, I've actually kind of rationed because I didn't know if we were going to get that drop, and I got um, word that we're going to get our drop tomorrow. So that's pretty cool. Um, be able to get a bunch of fresh food, um, new bags, and um, that's that's always fun. Uh, we've got water pretty much everywhere. Uh, you can probably hear the creek running. Um, we've been able to camp near water and, and had really good access to water pretty much everywhere we've gone. There's not a lot of water up on top, um, up on these big ridges and up on these spines, but... Um, everything's everything's going great um you know this hunt is um 
more than I expected as far as from a physical standpoint. I think we've averaged about eight, eight, nine miles, probably eight and a half off the look at my counter, but around eight miles a day um, and some pretty up and down vertical climbs. I guess what was I, I don't know what I was expecting, but it's, it's definitely um, towards the top of my physical list as far as um, strenuous hunts. Um, but I'm doing good. I feel, I feel good. I feel strong. Um, Al's a madman. He's 59 and just smokes me up these mountains. Um, just a walking legend. Uh, it's been fun. And, um, whether I get a sheep or not, it, it, it doesn't really matter. I've, I've got my money's worth and I've just had an unbelievable time. Um, done some, uh, digiscoping, some phone scoping of, of a few rams, um, but I'd love to get a big bruiser and and uh, get some video and some pictures of, of, of one, even if I don't get to kill them. It would be great to see one. So, yep, that's kind of the report um, here from the Northwest Territories, Arctic Red River, um, July 18th. Uh, it's 8.45 Wednesday evening. Um, we're going to make a big climb tomorrow, like I said, and go look where those two rams were, hoping that there's more than one or more than those two. And then I'll just keep you posted on our progress. So um, got some cool news. My friend Kenny Perry finished sixth, uh, sixth place in the uh, senior PGA. And uh, the, the week before, I guess it was two weeks before, we'd followed him at the senior U.S. Open. And um, he just did okay, kind of middle of the pack, um, but had a great tournament uh, this last week, and I think he heads to the British Open, uh, Senior British, next week or the week after, so that's kind of cool. And I hear that uh, Arizona's getting some monsoon rains, which is um, badly needed. I don't think it's going to help uh, the elk antler growth at all. They're pretty much pretty much done, but um, maybe get those elk feeling good and any rain we can get in Arizona is huge. So haven't heard any reports in Sonora, Mexico, as far as, uh, the rain down there, but hopefully we get some rain in Sonora as well and grow some big coos deer. So that's about it guys. Um, yeah, everything is performing well. Um, I'm, my Kuyu gear is holding up great and, and um, my Chugach rain's rain gear is uh keeping the water off me so we'll talk to you later check in tomorrow with you guys good night well it's the evening of july 19th thursday uh it's the end of the fifth day of the hunt so we got five more days starting tomorrow morning um this morning uh, about five o'clock or so we had a really big rainstorm uh, came in and then it cleared out and was pretty much uh, sunny all day. It was a bit on the cool side, a little breeze, actually kept the bugs down. Um, made a nice hike uh, north of camp down the drainage this morning. And um, Tavis, the owner of Arctic Red, uh, did a food drop for us. Um, it was pretty cool to watch the plane come in and drop um, the food. And uh, we hiked up to the top of the ridge and Al spotted. Um, we had seen two rams. The reason we were going down to that ridge is Al had seen two rams a couple days ago, little ones. And he just had a hankering to go and see, see and make sure, kind of rule out if there was any other 
older age class rams with them and so we went down there and sure enough al found the two from a couple days ago plus two new ones and one was a heavy based ram uh kind of short uh, al thought he was probably only 35 and a half 36 inches um and but heavy bases um and couldn't get them over nine years old so um definitely not the 10 year old plus that we're looking for um but it was really cool to see him got some pretty good um video he was moving around quite a bit um but but got some pretty good video of him i'll uh, be able to uh, share that with you guys and then we kind of searched around the better part of the day and um, i think we ended up a little over nine and a half miles um and we were gonna move camp but um we got got down there so anyway we're gonna move camp in the morning we're gonna pull out of this um horseshoe basin that we're in we're gonna climb up out of the out of the um right up out of the what would be the east side of it and drop into a completely different drainage where there's another airstrip um down there probably a couple days walk so um we're gonna hunt our way towards that and see if we can find um mr big so i'm um, having lots of fun uh, it was great um, amanda the cook at arctic red cooked um cherry pie that was in the food drop so that was awesome we devoured all of that stuff a little bit of bread um some cookies and such that was awesome and uh it actually turned out to be a real sunny evening. We were able to get some clothes washed, um, kind of regroup for our move uh, tomorrow. And um, got uh, batteries charged with the solar power charger. And um, yeah, going to get some sleep. It's probably 9 o'clock, close to it right now. And um, sleeping's been really good. It's amazing. I've been sleeping till seven o'clock you know in the morning going to bed at eight you know nine o'clock um just sleeping like an absolute tank so we'll see what the next five days hold looking forward to it oh and we saw um i think 58 58 or nine al counted them uh caribou mountain caribou it was the first first ones i've seen since i've been here and that was really neat cows and calves and um, they would run from one snow pile to the to the next basically just stand on the snow lay in the snow and then they're goofy they just run in a different direction and go to another snow pile and hang there for an hour or two so pretty scraggly their coats are um real kind of scraggly looking right now not not beautiful but uh yeah so we'll uh get after them in the morning and i'll check in and give you guys the report so good night i don't know if you guys can hear the rain that's coming down outside but i'm um, inside my kuyu two-person mountain star tent and the wind's really howling and the rain's coming down sideways. It's been an eventful couple of days. Um, it's the 21st 
of July, Saturday, and had an interesting night, um, Friday night. Uh, went to bed, it was actually sunny, and um, woke up at 3 in the morning, and it was raining really hard, and you wouldn't believe it, but I had, uh, let's just say, a little uh, stomach issue, and had it coming out both ends, literally, um, in a rainstorm. I was actually puking into dry bags, Kuyu dry bags, trying not to puke in my tent. And uh, it was just a crazy deal. I'm not sure if I got dehydrated or, or what happened, but uh, spent better part of a couple hours just uh, juggling between um, projectile vomiting and um, other things happening through other orifices and um, did a lot of dry heaving once I had pretty much ejected everything out of my system so it was kind of a torturous night but um, woke up that morning at around 7.30 or 8 to heavy heavy rain and then it turned to snow and around 10 o'clock it finally stopped and we um, made our way we've been trying to get to another drainage where there's another airstrip because we've covered all of the country here uh, or I should say there and um, we had about a 2850 uh, vertical climb and I had basically thrown up and and other things basically didn't have any food in my system and was about as worn out as I've ever been uh, it took us I don't know eight hours to to climb up and out into this new drainage so now we've got about 10 miles or so from from what I understand to the next airstrip which is um, so we're gonna hunt our way down basically down this long valley hunt our way back we've got uh, I think three days left uh, in the hunt and um, so hopefully a mature ram will show up we've seen 14 rams and basically they've been in three groups we've we've seen three groups of sheep holding 14 rams so not a lot of uh, sheep but when we have found them they've been you know there's been several in a group so I'm hoping we move uh, down this valley and can find a uh, mature 10 year old um, ram and make it happen so if, if it doesn't it's been a it's been an adventure. It's been the most physical hunt I've ever been on, um, which is interesting because I've been told by everyone that the NWT will just be a warm-up for the Chugach. And um, although we haven't had to fight much brush, the climbing aspect, you know, averaging around eight miles a day and climbing, you know, sometimes 2,500 to 3,000 foot 
vertical um, through lots of rock and shale and stuff it's been a, been an adventure for sure so it's nine let's see 930 no it's 1030 uh, on the 21st Saturday and it's uh, raining really hard but um, the weather forecast that we've gotten say that this afternoon it's supposed to light let light excuse me supposed to let up and hopefully we can move our way down the valley into what looks like some pretty decent sheep country and um, you never know maybe we'll turn up a ram and uh, um, pull, pull a rabbit out of our hat so uh, I'll check back in with you guys a little later and um, yeah life is good Well, it's the ninth evening of the hunt, and uh, there's one more day tomorrow, and we're making a big move uh, out um, towards the airstrip, this new airstrip that we're headed to, um, and we've got one day. We made it down, not to the airstrip, and um, Al spotted a long ways off a couple rams, actually above the airstrip, believe it or not. Um, I don't know how it's going to play out tomorrow. I don't know how old of a ram it is, what kind of ram, if it's, you know, what the story is with it. But uh, pretty cool. It's been an unbelievable adventure. Um, probably the most physical hunt. Well, not probably. The most physical hunt I've ever been on. Um, it's the most days I've spent uh, in a tent as far as, you know, backpacking and um, just been an unbelievable grind. Uh, I'm very proud of um, how it's, you know, all shaped up. Um, even though I haven't killed a ram and, you know, I might not kill a ram. Uh, I've had an unbelievable hunt. And I told Owl when I first uh, landed and, and he was waiting there, I said, I can't wait to hunt with you. I'm looking forward to the experience. And the experience has been nothing short of amazing. Um, I've been pushed uh, by Al. He's unbelievable. He's 59 years old, and it's just a sheep hunting. He's just humbled me. Um, the drive that he has, the desire that he has to see what's on the other side of the ridge, and I tease him that he's the roadrunner. I tease him that he never stops moving. I tease him that he's like one of these mountain caribou. When you see him, he, he, he literally never stops. He's constantly moving, going to a new point, glassing, 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 and um, it uh, was very rewarding to get to see that uh, for the last 10 days and uh, get to experience someone that has that much passion for what they do. And um, he's been involved with 140 ram harvests. And obviously, I would love to find a big old mature ram and make it 141. Um, if that doesn't happen, uh, that's fine too because, you know, we're here for the thrill of the hunt. And, um, I got, I think it was night five, I'll have to go back and look, um, got really sick, I had it coming out both ends, puking and, and just had it going, going every which direction, um, couldn't keep uh, anything down for, I don't know, 12 or 18 hours, something like that, um, lost a bunch of energy, I felt a lot better today, um, 
but uh, if any of you have been through that, it's it's tough. I'll I'll be wanting to do some research and figure out um, if that happens again, what I can do or what I can have with me immediately that can help on that restoration of energy levels and what have you. So, um, pretty awesome stuff. Um, really enjoyed staying in the Kuyu uh, Mountain uh, Star two-person tent. Uh, it's perfect for me. Um, I'm about 6'2", six 6'3", six on a good day. Um, and it's it's been a great tent. Um, been through, we had uh, three inches of snow one morning. Um, had lots and lots of rain. Um, and uh, it's performed very well. Um, and uh, a lot of my other gear, I've, I've got the Kuyu 30 degree bag, which has been great. Um, a couple of the... Last night it got really clear, um, and I had worn my Kuyu zip-off long johns and my socks, um, and that really made a difference, um, staying warm. Um, and, uh, yeah, just uh, my Kuyu boots have been great. I've had to use some Luco tape. Um, the first day, my first creek crossing, I, you guys know I was real anal about the creek crossings on the prior podcast. I had ask a bunch of questions about it and wouldn't you know um al puts on his rain pants and his gaiters kuyu gaiters kuyu rain pants and crosses and doesn't get wet i i sent you up do everything and just soaked so walked you know eight and a half miles the first day and and um in soaking wet feet which at that point you know i couldn't have stopped and put on uh dry socks because my boots were completely soaking wet so I just went through it and I ended up on the bottoms of my heels um, started getting some hot spots so I did stop and um, taped up pretty good with Luco tape and haven't had any trouble with them since I also Luco taped my big toes um, and because I've I've had some um, not hot spots but I've been feeling some tenderness on the you know inside of my or I guess it'd be the outside of my big toes which is always a common spot there and um, I actually just took the Luco tape off today when I hit the river here and I'm going to put some fresh stuff on in the morning because we still have um, quite a ways to go to the airstrip um, and and hopefully can go look at these uh, rams and see if there's anything mature we've kind of hiked out of sheep country we made a big loop we ended up going to a different airstrip um and and because i wanted to just keep covering country but if it makes sense we've kind of worked our way in a big horseshoe and out and into some little bit more marginal country where this airstrip is the gamble in that was that we were going to get to go through quite a bit of great sheep country to get to this airstrip so by not going back to the same airstrip that we got dropped off, we didn't double up on country that we had already really pounded. So I feel like we were able to cover a lot more country, but as these last, say, day, you know, or tomorrow goes, it's in essence not as good as sheep country. So it's a, it's a price you pay, gamble you pay, um, and a gamble you take. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's, let's see, it's about 9.45 in the evening. It, the sunlight has been amazing. Uh, it, it looks like I'm inside my tent and it looks like it's about 4 o'clock outside. Um, the darkest uh, that it will be is around 2, 
probably between 2 and 3 a.m. Um, and you could easily walk without a flashlight. It would be more like sun up um, or, you know, sun down type of, type of light. Um, but it's an amazing place up here. I highly encourage anybody that's looking for a true backpack hunt uh, to come up here and try Arctic Red River uh, Outfitters. Um, my guide, Al, is just amazing. I'm just honored. Um, so blessed to have spent the last 10 days with him. And um, it's just, uh, you know, he's, in my mind, he's a, he's a true Canadian uh, you know, he's a national treasure. He's a Canadian national treasure in my mind. Uh, and uh, just just watching him do his thing is, you know, it's inspired me to, uh, you know, quite honestly, to be better at, at what I do um, back in the lower 48 where I do most of my hunts. Um, and just it's fun to see someone, you know, 59, I'm 45, 15 years older than me. Um, you know, just have the incredible passion uh, that he does in the go. I mean, he's beat me up every mountain. Um, he's he's just he's an amazing, amazing guide. Um, so I just feel so honored, so blessed to have even spent time around the guy. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We've got uh, two rivers to cross uh, tomorrow. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use my wading shoes and then off the tape up again on the on the dry side and um yeah we'll see if these two rams turn into anything decent uh, as far as you know they have to be at least 10 years old and and i'd like to shoot a nice ram so uh if it doesn't work out that i don't kill that's fine uh it's uh there's way more to hunting than the actual kill and i told al that from the day we got here um i want the whole experience and i've gotten it so i've seen the highs and lows and I've seen myself do very well at things, and I've seen myself uh, struggle at things. So I've got uh, I've got another sheep hunt coming up uh, in three weeks uh, or so in Alaska, and so you know, obviously, I'd love to get a doll sheep and and uh, be a successful sheep hunter. Um, but you know, we can only do so much. We saw sixteen rams. Uh, we saw a nine-year-old ram, two eight-year-olds, and a seven-year-old. Um, and then the rest, you know, kind of that, you know, two to five-year-old type rams. So I think we saw four groups of sheep. We saw two, two groups of four, a group of six, uh, and a group of two. So, um, all right, guys, uh, that's kind of the report. Um, hope you guys enjoy listening to some of these recaps. I really appreciate, uh, all of you guys, all of your support all the questions that uh, you guys send me on my email, on my Instagram. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to help. Uh, I'm happy to let you learn from my uh, shortcomings. I'm happy to let you learn from my uh, successes and um, really appreciate the, the loyal support that I get from my listeners. Um, and it's, uh, it really means a lot to me. And, uh, you know, there's... Uh, it's very rewarding to get uh, stories from you guys, how things that you've heard on the podcast brings you value, and, and that's that's very important to me. So, all right, guys, uh, we'll get them one day left uh, tomorrow, and uh, I'll report back in, and we'll go from there. All right, catch you later.
I want to thank the Outdoorsmans.com for their sponsorship of my podcast. I want to let you guys know they are the optics authority. And if you're looking for any binoculars, spotting scopes, rifle scopes, make sure to get a hold of the guys at the Outdoorsmans. If you use the J. Scott promo code, you get a 10% discount on all Outdoorsman's products. Go to Outdoorsman's.com or you can call them at 1-800-291-8065. Well, guys, um, sitting here, it's kind of around noon. Um, last day, uh, we've actually made it to the airstrip and actually thought that we were going to potentially pull off um, finding a mature uh, 10-year-old ram uh, this morning. Uh, Last night, um, we made kind of a big move out into a new um, valley closer to the airstrip. And uh, we'd walked for, I don't know, five or six hours. And um, Al said there was, you know, kind of two spots um, by the last airstrip. Um, If it makes sense, we kind of we're in real good sheep habitat and we kind of moved our way out of that but he said there was two potential spots where he's seen sheep before and uh sure enough um last night and oh, this morning um we got up early at like five o'clock i think and uh al uh anyway the two spots where he said that the sheep uh would be there were um we saw couple of rams um one at this um, natural kind of mineral lick place where they've seen sheep before and there must be some mineral deposit there there was a um, couple small rams there and then there were actually uh two rams right up above the airstrip um and one of them looked really nice um actually flared way out um so we got, when, when we were able to get probably, I don't know, half mile from the two, um, it was just really clear that when the ram stood up, although he had, you know, kind of the horn configuration that I was looking for, his body was small and, you know, was probably a seven or eight-year-old ram, um, had probably a five or six-year-old ram with him, and his body size was pretty much the same size as, as that one, and I'll determine him. He's probably not much more than an eight-year-old ram, but um, definitely the first couple looks in the spotting scope, it was pretty cool. You know, last morning thinking, you know, could it potentially work out? But um, a beautiful ram flared flared way out. Um, just a real chocolate kind of dark antlered ram, uh, but just a young young ram. So. Uh, that's it. Uh, we weren't able to find a 10-year-old ram. Um, actually didn't see any, regardless of age, didn't see any big rams. Um, but uh, had a phenomenal hunt, and uh, we're now here at the airstrip. Um, because of wind, we might not get um, out today. Um, so we've, we went ahead and pitched our tents here, and um, we're just kind of vegging. And it's been an unbelievable hunt. Uh, what an honor to hunt with uh, Al Clausen. Uh, 140 sheep harvests under his belt, um, not including these, you know, 22 personal doll sheep, three stone rams. Um, just a just an absolute doll sheep nut. And I just feel honored to be in his presence um, for the last week and a half. It's uh, just been awesome. Just been awesome learning from him. He's got a great attitude. The guy can go like 
there's nobody's business um and uh just just a sweetheart of a guy just a just a great great guy <clears throat> lots of experience uh most of these um little recaps i've been laying down so if it sounds like i'm half dead i'm i'm probably have more energy than i'm sounding like when i'm laying flat flat back but um been the most physical hunt i've been on i think we did 65 or 70 miles um had uh, wind rain snow sleet you name it we had it sunshine um awesome experience i saw wolf track this morning uh never never saw a grizzly track track never saw a grizzly um never saw any bull caribou saw i don't know 58 i think al counted cows and calf caribou um but uh saw some ptarmigan and um saw i think 19 rams was our total and uh one you and uh just just an awesome experience um wouldn't trade it for the world looking forward to you know obviously having the chugach hunt um you know for those of you guys that know me um you know i've taken criticism and i've taken heat for being a quote-unquote trophy hunter and i'm okay with that um and i've never you know really been the one to just have to shoot something to just say i shot it um they they like shooting 10 year old rams at arctic red river and um fortunately unfortunately we never saw a 10 year old ram so um with that being said we didn't see any like big nine-year-olds or big giant eight-year-olds so um it's way it goes it's way you know sometimes the sun shines bright on you and sometimes it doesn't um had a had a phenomenal hunt wouldn't trade it for the world and um had, had just as good a time not harvesting as i as i would have if i if i would have harvested so um you know maybe it'll happen in the chugach maybe it won't i'm gonna try and go with a good attitude Uh, i'm gonna take great gear i want to thank kuyu for making the great gear that i've taken on this hunt it's really performed well i've put it through the tests all sorts of tests um and uh look forward to kind of um altering my gear for the chugach hunt obviously it's going to be uh quite a bit colder hunt um could see quite a bit more snow and ice and such so gonna have to do some things a little bit differently um and i'm gonna hopefully share all that with you guys and um i i just appreciate you guys' support and i can't wait to share these photos and videos from the hunt even though i did not harvest um i feel like i have a lot to share had a lot of great photos um used the new iphone x and from the looks on my screen i got some great shots and um got some great videos and was trying to you know document it if you guys get a chance go on my instagram page that's j scott outdoors um on instagram and you can follow along um i'm gonna be posting up all the photos and all the videos of the hunt and uh you never know uh they might pick us up but uh, depending on winds in the super cub uh this afternoon or tonight or uh, might be first thing in the morning so uh from what i've heard there are uh three three rams have been harvested so um looks like three out of five on the first hunt as far as harvesting and can't wait to get my hands on these rams that um, my fellow hunters have have shot and harvested and um, get to check them out and count the age rings and just uh, lay my hands on it so it's 
been an unbe- unbelievable experience. I, I highly recommend uh, anyone uh, get up here to the Northwest Territories and do something different. Uh, push yourself and uh, you know get out of the bo- get out of your box and you know save for these hunts. You know it sounds like a lot when you look at the you know the total dollar numbers, but you know if you if you put a two or three year plan out, uh, most everyone I know can save you know, a little money here, a little money there and pay this, pay this stuff down. So, um, yeah, guys, um, I, I don't know what to say other than it was just awesome. And, uh, hope you guys enjoy, uh, the photos and the videos. And I want to thank Al. I want to thank Arctic Red River. Um, uh, just, uh, awesome staff. Uh, just every, everything about it, just really neat. And it's been a great experience. Uh, one of the one of the coolest experiences of my life. So I want to thank the Lord. I want to thank the Creator for creating this awesome place and place for us to enjoy. And I uh, just want to remind everyone that, you know, get out and enjoy God's creation. It's awesome stuff. So anyway, um, hope you guys enjoy kind of these recaps. Um, and uh, we'll catch you later. All right, guys. God bless.